Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's gonna be Jeff. The cream rise to the top for oh, you. Yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. He sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 329 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. The longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff, and sitting alongside next to me is my real-life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, what's going on, dude? Dude, you know, I usually don't eat before the show, but we had some hamburger in the fridge that we had to cook up. So Shannon's like, hey, let's do smash burgers. So, you know, I got that Blackstone Grill for Christmas that I've been cooking on, which you're familiar with. You had some food off of that a couple weeks back. Quite delicious. So, again, I I usually don't eat before the show just because it's, you know, it makes you logy and, you know, you want to stay fresh and at least have a little bit of energy. But Shannon was like, you know, we got to cook those burgers because she's going away this weekend with Peyton. Peyton's got a dance convention. So I was like, all right, I'll do smash burgers on the grill. Dude. Big mistake. Uh-oh, what happened? Now Scott's Logie. <laughs> it's like that Simpsons episode where they wanted to feed Bart steak before a uh, miniature golf putt-off or whatnot. <laughs> and they're like, steak makes him Logie. <laughs> Newsflash, Lisa. Bart is not a horse. <laughs> so it's like, like that. Yes. So smash cheeseburger makes Scott Logie. So if I fall asleep at some point during the episode, just scream my name. I'll wake up. Yo, Mexican pizza. That's the that's the code word to wake me up. Dude, Jordan Cassatt says that Mexican pizza is overrated. Hmm. I'm sorry. Who said that? Jordan Cassatt. Don't know him. <laughs> Don't know who that is. We got to have him on the show. Oh, especially to discuss that. The Mexican pizza is overrated? He said it was overrated. He... Well, there was a petition that had a ton of signatures... Full of names that might disagree with Mr. Cassatt. Did the petition have your name on it? It did. Yeah, I did sign it. There was one going around. It had like, I think at the time it had like 300K signatures or something crazy. So yeah, I added my name to it. Uh, Eddie Martin uh, hit me up earlier. Eddie of uh, Drunk Wrestling History fame hit me up earlier and sent me a picture of a Mexican pizza or something. I said, you know what, dude? I'm going to make one into like a clock that I can wear around my neck like Flavor Flav. (laughs) But I'll just wear a Mexican pizza around my neck. Like, you get a little hungry, just pick it up, take a bite, put it back down. (laughs) That is the ultimate fat boy thing to do. I think it's pretty baller, actually. So when I'm made of millions, I'm going to have Mexican pizza necklaces made. What time is it? I don't know. Time for Mexican pizza, I guess. It's Mexican pizza time. (laughs) (laughs) If anybody would like to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.com. Net. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Posable. Instagram, Fully Posable, WFP, where Nate Ring Skirts is running our Instagram page. Thank you, Nate. Thank you, Nate. Thank you for doing the Lord's work. Yes. <laughs> the heavy lifting on the show, really. Yes. Thank you very much, man. By the way, another gentleman we got to have on the show. Yes, for sure. Absolutely. We need to do like a summer of love and just have everybody on the show. 
Let's do it again. Yeah, we've done that a couple times this summer of, what was it? The summer of saying dude love? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Summer of saying dude love. Yeah. So we'll make, I think we did it the year before last. We did it last year. So you know what? Trifecta. Let's do three in a row. All right. All right. We're going to have some guests on this summer. Summer of saying dude love. Part three. You can go back and listen to any of our past podcasts on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate and review on iTunes. You can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send it on over to fullyposablewfp at gmail.com. Speaking of the great Jordan Scott, Scott, I do want to thank him. He was the one that sent over the picture with Coco Beware in Elite 44. Oh, not, so it was Elite 44. You were kind of uh, wondering last week what series that was. Correct. So I thought it was late 40s, early 50s. Uh, Jordan found the picture and actually sent it over. And it jumped up a lot of conversation. A lot of people were like, well, what happened to it? Well, names get removed from lists. And that's how the story goes. But you'd think that we'd see him in some form, right? Like, obviously, they had him under a deal. If he is available to us. What's I'm saying? He was available to them. He was announced. Right, but you know how quickly those names can get snatched off that list. Like, we know that Sting's Legends figure got pulled. Right. But they had made previous Stings. Too bad we didn't get a Coco. I wonder, because we didn't get a picture of the figure, right? It was just a picture of Coco in that little Elite Series 44 picture, right? Correct, correct. Yeah. I wonder if they were going to go LJN Love Letter. Oh, they might have, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Put him in the white jacket, put the shades on him. Even pose them in the way that the LJN was, that would have been cool. Uh, so thank you, Jordan, for sending that over. Jordan also sent over. So regarding our talk last week about the packaging going away from plastic, there was a question posed to Steve on the wrestling figures message boards. Someone asked, is Mattel going to be changing their packaging to plastic free? If so, how do you see this affecting the elite ultimate packaging specifically? Steve said, below is the official company messaging on the evolution of sustainable product and packaging. You have already seen plastic-free or limited packaging with lines like Bend and Bash and Reckon and outside of the WWE on Jurassic and other lines. So this has been in the works for quite a while. We are still exploring how to best execute collector product to achieve these goals. It's my personal goal to absolutely do what's right from a sustainability standpoint while also innovating to ensure the best possible collector execution. There's a best-in-class packaging team in place, so I'm sure however this all evolves will be excellent. Hmm. For everybody? (laughs) How do you please everyone? Like, that's impossible, right? Right. We know just from doing this podcast you can't please everybody. There's no way with the fan base that the Mattel WWE line has that every single person is going to be happy with the outcome. What did Mitch Hedberg say? You can't please everyone. And last night, everyone was at my show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Uh, we have that line too, but in particular, episode 188. But what I did do is I went onto Mattel's website and on there is their goals. It says achieve 100% recycled, recyclable, or bio-based plastic materials in our products and packaging by 2030. You know what they need to do is just use plexiglass or plexiglass for their figures? Hmm. You know. That's that's an option. Yes. That way the wrestlers can still sign the glass. And I think that's 
safe on the environment. I don't know. I've lost track. Well, actually, you just brought up an interesting point there. Is that the solution to getting signatures on figures still? Removing them from the box and putting them inside of like a figure holder, much like you do with the loose Hasbros. Right. And then you have them sign the the figure holder. Is that the solution? Is that how we get around and still get autographs? Uh, I, dude, honestly, if it's just a cardboard box like Hasbro's doing, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, I'm... I'm not a fan. I'm really not. It's going to kill the autograph game for me, which I guess my wallet is, is doing red arrows right now. <laughs> That's a way enjoy. to enjoy, you know, that, Hey, I get to keep some money in here. This is great, but man, it sucks for my wall and yeah. it sucks for people's displays. You know what I mean? It's just, it take, it's taking away that part of it. And I totally get 100% the environmental concern. I completely understand. I support that. And I guess at the end of the day, if my collection has to take a hit for the greater good, then that's just what it is. And life goes on, right? And then you just buy the ones you want to open up and display it. If you really got to have a signature, just buy a figure holder for it, I guess, and have that signed. Much like the Hasbros. So sticking with Mattel's goals, it says maintain 95% recycled or forest stewardship council FSC certified content in the paper and wood fiber used in our products and packaging. Reduce plastic packaging by 25% per product by 2030 versus 2020 baseline. So that was on Mattel's website. Okay, we'll see what happens. It's one of those you just got to stay tuned and see where this goes. Yeah. Oh, and sticking with that, I don't know if this was really an omission, but this was something that was brought up on Instagram. Thank you to Nate for sending this over. Uh, Someone replied, and this is from slabs underscore and underscore paper. He says, great episode, guys. Scott mentioned it not being a big deal. The bubbles are going away, but you both failed to consider. You won't know if the paint job on the face slash body is misprinted. Huge fail by Hasbro. Also, you won't know if the figure is swapped. Yeah, exactly. I think we did bring that up. We did. Yeah, about the the figure swapping, but that's a great point about the paint application. We've talked about that in the past, how, man, there were some horrific examples of eyes being off and just overall bad paint jobs. And he's 100% correct. Oh, he or she, I'm not sure. But they're 100% correct with you're not able to see the finished product. So yeah, you could get it home, open it up, boom, bad eyes or bad paint app somewhere on the figure. And then what are you supposed to do? Take it back? Like, ugh, what a pain, right? So no, he's 100% accurate. At least if you're in the store with a plastic window, oh, that's a bad paint app. Let me see if they have another one. Great point. Okay, and one other thing regarding last week. And this comes from Ring Skirts. He said, so Scott actually stumped me on the Million Dollar Man belt. Oh, the the different mold because one was longer. Exactly. So this is like when in Monty Python and the Holy Grail, when they stumped the guy that that lets them cross the bridge. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So it's kind of like that. Uh. Nate, Nate said, I wasn't considering that, but that definitely counts as a different mold. So 21 then. Correct. I was okay. counting the Berserker's vest, and also Big Boss Man number two had a different molded nightstick. A lot of people didn't recognize that the second version had kind of a knob at the handle end. Ah, okay, so that was number 20. That's the one we missed. Correct. He said knob, by the way. 
<laughs> um, so anyways, yes, there are 21 accessories. Okay, excellent. Yes, so, okay, that's all the emissions and all the talk from last week. I like it. I like the follow-up, dude. That's great. That's audience participation, my favorite part of the show. I love it. I thought the favorite part of the show for you was, like, just sitting back and talking to me. <laughs> no, my favorite part is, all right, dude, I'll talk to you next week. <laughs> you like the... <laughs> You like the part where we sign off, huh? <laughs> I like the, the end. <laughs> Just kidding. I love you. I know you do. That's like uh, somebody says, um, oh man, it's Friday. I bet you're ready for the weekend. I said, I, I was ready for the weekend when I punched in on Monday morning. Absolutely. Yes. Anyways, it's a bad dad joke. Anyways, Scott, have you picked up anything recently? Let's see. No, I've been doing a little bit of window shopping. Okay. And I need to stop looking at Star Wars. Okay, hold on. Before we go any further, one, why are you looking at Star Wars? It's just one of those things. I go to Big Bad Toy Shop, bbts.com, all the time, just to see what's new because they always, they update their page like a couple times a day and they're always putting new stuff on their splash page. And then you just kind of see what's new and then you look at the Batman figures. You're like, oh, that one's cool, but man, I can't afford 150 bucks for these Mafex figures. And I'll pass. You know, and you just look and, oh, that one's cool. For example, they have a couple of Batman 89, which would be the uh, the Jack Nicholson, Michael Keaton Batman. For those that are unfamiliar with the Batman franchise. They've got a couple of figures from that. They've got a Joker and a Batman. They each run about 130 bucks, but it's like cloth costumes, mega posability, dead-on likenesses, incredible-looking figures. And I just, it's just looking at them and drooling. And being like, oh, dude, this would be incredible if I could get these. But I'm not spending $130 on an action figure. Well, I take that back. G.I. Joe Mezcos, the Crow Mezco, those are the exceptions. But I'm not going to buy the Batman 89 figures. It's just, just eyeballing them. But then I see the Star Wars Black Series. And you start to see like all the cool like Darth Vader's, Luke Skywalker's. And I'm, I'm into Star Wars. But I need to stop looking at the figures because it would be real easy. See, I bought that Boba Fett at the uh, the March 26th toy show in Santa Clara. And see, it's a slippery slope for me. I'm like, well, I got Boba Fett. He needs friends. <laughs> you know, maybe he could use a couple Ewoks with him. <laughs> you know, maybe a Rancor monster or maybe just a Darth Vader. You know, the, the guy that hired him in Empire Strikes Back. Maybe he just needs a Darth Vader. But then it's like, well, then you got to have Darth Vader's son... Luke Skywalker. Oh, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen uh, Empire Strikes Back yet. <laughs> it's, I got to stop looking at Star Wars and Batman figures before like my wallet is is just going to scream at me from my, my back pocket and be like, dude, knock it off. <laughs> I was doing red heart arrows like you mentioned earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was looking forward to not paying for autographs anymore. And you immediately start looking at other toy lines. No, I, I got to stop window shopping. That's all it is right now. Just... A lot of looking and drooling and wishing, and I'll cut it out. But no, I haven't added anything to the collection. Okay. And by the way, you need details for all those Star Wars figures that you're talking about getting. <laughs> I'm no, just saying. No Star Wars. I'm cutting off He-Man. He-Man's done. No, it's not. I got Fisto. I'm a happy camper. Unless they make Hordak, then I'm like, well, maybe. But I need <laughs> at least three details. By the way, my coworker, Eric, has already started checking daily for us. Oh, what a guy. And he goes, dude, he goes, awesome. 
He goes, dude, the second they get into stock, you know we're shutting down the office and heading down there to pick them up, right? <laughs> this is not a drill. Go, go, go. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. Running around with a lampshade on your head. <laughs> That's a joke I don't understand because I don't watch The Office. You're lost, dude. Hey, I'm watching Vice Principals right now. Oh, you are. Uh, okay, so far, so good, dude. This is good. Yes, I love it. I love that series. It sucks it only went two seasons, but it's so good. All right, this isn't a Danny McBride podcast. I, although, that's a hell of an idea. <laughs> it is a hell of an idea. Dude, let's just do a show on Danny McBride shows. <laughs> I love him. And Walter Goggins. Oh. Oh, what an actor. He's he incredible. Fantastic. Yeah, everything he's in is gold. He was good in Major League Three, and there was nothing good about Major League Three except Walter Goggins. <laughs> he, was the, he was the shining thing in an otherwise humongous turd. <laughs> oh, by the way, I don't know if you saw it on Amazon today, but Hasbro just released their lightsaber that's going to be equivalent to the ones that you can pick up down at Disneyland. Oh, gosh. I think it's $274, if I'm not mistaken. That's a hard no, dude. Absolutely not. Cannot do, will not do. Why not? Dude, come on. $300 for a lightsaber? If I'm going to spend $300, I'm getting that Joker and Batman from Batman 89. Touché. That's what I'm spending my money on. I'm not going to get lightsaber toys. Uh-uh. Well, okay. No offense to the people that bought the lightsaber. It's not a toy. Okay, I understand. It's actually a work of art that is incredible that if I had unlimited funds, I would probably buy one, but I'm not spending $300 on that. Yeah, Eric spent quite a bit of money because each crystal that you get for the lightsaber is like 15 bucks, but the whole thing assembled is like $210 or something. So each one of those crystals that you drop into the, um, what's the handle thing, the handle of the Star Wars guy, whatever, Steth, Stith? Whatever. I, I believe the technical name is Handle. Oh, okay. My bad, my bad. Sorry, I don't know Star Trek. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Live long and prosper, dude. <laughs> so uh eric brought his in so he was showing me all the different crystals that you can pop into this and it changes the sound it changes the color of the lightsaber it's just really cool and i guess there's one crystal that is it's black but it's everybody says that like it's worth lots of money because it's one in a thousand that you will get it because you're allowed to go pick your crystals and if you pick a crystal that has this black crystal in it then it's worth $400 or something. It's like limited edition. I don't know, dude. I'm telling you, dude, I don't know sci-fi stuff. Take the crystals out of his lightsaber and replace them with colored rocks. <laughs> See if he notices. It's like replacing I, somebody's coffee with Folgers. Dude, right? I am I am not touching that thing, dude. That thing was like, <laughs> he dropped almost 300 bucks on it at Disneyland. I ain't touching it. Don't even look at it sideways. It might break. I can't, dude. I can't. Okay, speaking of Big Bad Toy Store... Oh, you have Big Bad Toy Store news? I do have, well, I have a story about Big Bad Toy Store. Excellent. Let's hear it. Get home from work. See if this sounds familiar. BBTS box on the porch. Oh, dude, I haven't got one of those in forever. What did you get? I don't know. <laughs> well, let me rephrase that. I didn't know at the time. I was like, oh, it's on the porch. Oh, BBTS. All right. Okay. okay one of your pre-orders struck. Is it an Ultimate Edition? Is it a G.I. Joe that I ordered a long, long time ago? Could it be I, a uh, WWE Masters of the Universe crossover figure? No. Do they have those on there? Yes, they do. 
Do they have the last series? No, and I've been keeping my eyes open for you. Oh, okay, thanks. Yeah, right now I think that I saw for sure Becky Lynch and Stone Cold. Okay, got it. So I pop open the box, and it's an Alley Viper. Oh, oh, just now? Just now. I've already got the Alley Viper. Yes, because I believe it was GBM picked up the bat and the Alley Viper for us. When he did that, I canceled my BBTS orders. Uh, Oh, see, you did well on that. You played that game right. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't want multiples. I thought about it, but I'm like, nah, I don't need multiples. So I ended up selling it to special guest Sean. Oh, uh uh-oh, he bought it? He bought it. Uh Uh-oh. So he's loosely collecting the G.I. Joes, and I'm checking to see if I have any doubles, which I do, but the doubles I already have, he's already got. Okay, so he's picking and choosing which of the classified line he's buying. I think so. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So he said he's not getting Sergeant Slaughter because he's never been a huge Sergeant Slaughter fan. Oh, okay. Like, he was like, oh, it's cool that he was on G.I. Joe, but like, He's just never been a Sarge fan. Okay. As the star of the animated film, I've got to have Sarge in the collection. I mean, I was going to buy him anyway, but that's just extra reason to buy him. Plus, it's it's Sergeant Slaughter, you know? Yeah, of course, dude. Of course. Oh, and if he comes with that title belt, oh my goodness. I will say that Valverse one is really, really good and really tempting. Oh, yeah. Those figures are awesome. Yeah. Scott, we've got a lot of news. What do you say we jump into it? Let's go talk about it. Oh, you going to learn today. All right, starting off in the news, starting tomorrow, Monday, May 9th, for 24 hours only, there will be different options of Ric Flair micro brawlers that you can get at Pro Wrestling Tees. You have the options of Ric Flair in a red robe. Now, these were just action shots. They weren't the actual micro brawlers. These were just action shots. You can get Ric Flair in the red robe, NWA Studios Ric Flair, Black Robe Ric Flair, or Purple Robe Flair. Those are the five that are available. So that is 24 hours only starting May 9th on Pro Wrestling Tees. Are you getting those, dude? So, you know how I always joke around that any Macho Man figure that comes out, I'm a sucker for, I'll just buy it, or Bret Hart? Yes. Except the RSC exclusive where he won the King of the Ring 90th. Anyways, I'm a sucker for NWA Studio Flair. Anything that comes out that resembles Flair from an NWA studio show, hook, line, and sinker. So that's the one you're getting? That's the one I'm getting. Okay. Gun to head, I'm choosing the same one you did, NWA. I'm not getting it, but I think that that's awesome that they did a studio Flair. Isn't it great, man? He was the man on Saturday afternoons. Let me tell you, as a little kid, middle-class kid sitting watching that show, like, damn, one day I want to be Ric Flair, dude. I want to own Space Mountain. I didn't know what he was talking about back in the day. I thought he was literally talking about going on Space Mountain. <laughs> I know. I was like, I want to ride Space Mountain too. Little did I know. Little Dude, Ric Flair's loaded. I thought only Michael Jackson had Disneyland rides at his house. <laughs> Little did well, I know about Michael Jackson also. Too soon, Scott. Too soon. Oh, I'm sorry. Too soon. My bad. Too soon. <laughs> too, too soon. All right. Usually we don't talk about bobbleheads unless it was the Heart Foundation. Well, this one I wanted to talk about because growing up, we were huge fans of them. Foco just made a Junkyard Dog bobblehead. Are you getting it? I think so. 
It's pretty good, dude. It, it is pretty good. It's the Red Tights Junkyard Dog, not Baby Blue Tights Junkyard Dog, which I always, that was my favorite. Right. I, I like the red because you get the nostalgia factor from his LJN figure, but I was always a fan of the Baby Blue Tights or the white. Red was probably my least favorite, but it seemed to be the most prevalent. And a lot of dog figures have come out with the red tights, but I was always partial to the baby blue. But all that aside, this Foco is really well done. Yeah, it's so good, dude. So we'll see. I'm trying to limit what I get. Like I've basically cut off elites because now I'm focusing on ultimate editions. There will be some elites that I'll grab, but I'm mainly focusing on ultimate editions. Oh, you've graduated, I see. I have graduated. You leveled up. I wouldn't go that far, but we'll see because I'm leaning towards getting this. If he was in the blue or the white, you're right, dude. I would be all over these. No chain though. No, it's got a chain. Oh, it does. That. Okay. I missed that in the picture. Yeah. It does got the chain. Was he holding it? Yeah. He was holding the chain. Okay. So it wasn't the collar around the neck with the chain coming off, right? Correct. Correct. It was like in his hands. I see. Okay. Oh, dude, is it removable? Uh, great question. That part I do not know. That would be cool. If you could kind of recreate that entrance to the ring where he had the collar on, he was holding the chain. That was awesome. If they do something like that where the chain is removable, very cool. Yeah, because the chain was dangling down. It's a, it's like a, I think it's a gold chain that's dangling down between his two hands as he's got it gripped. Moving along, per wrestling figure news source, WWE Elite Chainsaw Charlie is still in the works and will be online by the end of the year. So all the Chainsaw Charlie fans out there, don't worry. He's still going to be out online by the end of the year. Awesome. Love that. Anything and everything, Terry Funk, bring it. Per action figure attack, mentioned on the latest Turnbuckle Tavern Fig Night podcast, that the Mattel RA series will be extended six plus series at least plus possible other goodies along the way. Check out the full interview on the Turnbuckle Tavern YouTube page. You can watch it there or check out their podcast. Also, sticking with Action Figure Attack, Ultimate Edition 14 Jeff Hardy will be late 02, early 03 era. White pants, two new heads, new slimmer torso, and a soft goods merch shirt. Why am I picturing Jeff Hardy from that Adrenaline 2 I think it was an Adrenaline set. The two-pack with Tommy Dreamer. Oh, that's a good call. Wow, way to throw it back to that. I'm picturing Jeff Hardy from that. but Or would this be Jeff Hardy from his ladder match with Taker? Uh, it could be. Because I think he still had the bob cut going on at that time. Or that oh. weird oh, hairdo. Yes. So that was going to be my next question. Are the several heads, maybe one has the bob cut, maybe one has the longer hair. And then that crazy face paint he was doing. I'm excited to see where they're going with that one. I dig that. We'll see. And also Unrivaled Series 9. I'm just going to mention the one ofs. One of 3000 will be Ricky Starts, where he is in his Darby Allen look. That's the one of 3000. And one of 5000 will be the Thunder Rosa in the blue outfit. Face will be painted as well. So that rounds out the news. Scott, what do you think of those? A solid news segment. I mean, usually when we get to this time of year, it slows down because obviously we're rolling into San Diego Comic-Con territory. So we don't get a lot of news coming our way. Usually in between like May and July, there's not a lot going on. Good news segment this week. Also, it's the month of May. Don't say it, Scott. I said it last week. I know. Thank God. What did I say, though? 
Um, I think you said that, or no, you were singing all night long. <laughs> Tim from the uh, Pulling Up a Chair podcast texted me and he goes, dude, all night long. <laughs> <laughs> and then he reminded me what I was singing at the draft when I may or may not have had a lot of whiskey in the system. And what were you singing? I'm not going to say it on this podcast. We're a family show. We try to keep it PG. Maybe a soft PG-13. But uh, I will not say it on the show, but I'll tell you in between segments. Oh, me and that alcohol. Let's get. <laughs> it was I was song? not singing that song. Oh, you weren't singing. Who was that band? The Millionaires. Oh, it was, it was Millionaires? Yes. And the name of the song is Alcohol. <laughs> oh, God. Terrible song, but it's hilarious. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And we love it. <laughs> All right, Scott. We got WWE Elite 53 to go over. What do you say? Let's get into it. Before we get into WWE Elite Series 53, we want you guys to head on over to WrestlingFigureDatabase.com, where over there, they just changed up their website look, and it looks pretty slick. You guys should head on over there just to check it out. But what we want you guys to do is head on over there, head on over to the WWE section, and the way it works now, it's WWE Main Elite Line Section 1 through 50 and 51 through 100. So you'll be able to see all the figures that are in those series over there so again that's over at wrestling figure database and follow along while we read off this list wrestling figure database dot com all right scott what you got for 53 yes sir mattel wwe elite series 53 these all came with a backstage interview stand-up thing i guess which is cool for the figure photographers first up alexa bliss she was in her black gear, black boots. Came with a pink and blue pom-pom. Next up, Big E was in his orange gear, much like Kofi and Xavier from the previous Elite series. Came with a unicorn head horn. Thank you for correcting me on that last week, Jeff. I was unclear as to what that exactly was. Everybody was confused on that one. It happens. It happens. And a orange long vest. That rounds out New Day in their orange gear. Next up, Chris Jericho came with the list of Jericho, a pen, and a scarf. Heath Slater with an I Got Kids Polly Pocket style shirt and the blue SmackDown tag title. Kevin Owens with a Kevin Owens Show Polly Pocket style shirt. Red Raw heavyweight title. And last, certainly not least, The Miz came with a Phantom of the Opera mask and a blue Polly Pocket full-length coat. I should say Polly Pocket style. It wasn't actually a Polly Pocket coat. That'd be a weird thing for the Miz to wear to the ring. And Jeff, that rounds out Mattel Elite Series 53. Not a bad series on this one. Not at all. Not at all. Very strong. That Alexa Bliss is fantastic. I've actually got that one up on the wall. If I ever get Alexa with a signature, that's what I'm getting signed. Man, unless I get the UE figure, which by the way, I want to throw out a huge thank you to Christopher Dean for reaching out to me to see if I needed that one. That's one I'm uh, putting on my list for this weekend at Lodi Comic-Con, Jeff. Going to be on the hunt for that Alexa figure. But uh, if I do get an Alexa sign, most likely it will be this Elite. What pay-per-view was that from? <clears throat> oh, gosh. I, dude, you got me. I was trying to search it, and I can't find it. I can't Because she's done so many different looks at so many different pay-per-views. 
Yeah. It was almost like a needle in the haystack. You know who was good at these? It was Nicholas Jacoby. He was always good at being able to say, oh, they wore that at this pay-per-view. Well, you know what it is? When we had Young Brain, we, <laughs> I, I think we could have told you. Like, we used to be really good with wrestling trivia. But now that we're old men, see, the brain, usually the first thing to go. So we don't remember things the way we used to. The mind is a horrible thing to taste. It really is. It really is. <laughs> Kevin Owens was cool. A lot of Polly Pocket in this series as well. It, yeah. Yeah. Well, really, not any soft goods, right? Everything was that hard plastic. Correct. Correct. Miz was the best looking one with that Phantom of the Opera mask. And again, I can't remember which pay-per-view that was that he wore that at, but that figure is badass. Yeah, that one's really good, dude. Like you said, this is a very, very strong elite assortment. Even the Big E, which we've had a lot of Big E's up to Series 53, but this one is strong as well. I love that you get the matching set. You had Kofi and Xavier in the last series. This one, you're getting Big E to match. But yeah, overall, very, very strong. All right, let's go over those eBay listings for Elite Series 53. Let's start with Alexa Bliss. Last sold eBay listing was on April 27th, for fifty four ninety nine, which is a buy it now, dude. You could sell that and get the ultimate edition. Uh, no, because that one's on my list to get signed. I think if I did get it signed, I'd probably go pink. But if I get the Alexa, then the the ultimate edition Alexa, then maybe I'll consider. No, nah, I don't flip my figures. Never mind. Okay, staying on the wall. All right, Big E with the unicorn head horn. Last old eBay listing was April twenty second for nine ninety nine on two bids. Chris Jericho with the list of Jericho pen scarf last sold eBay listing April 12th for $17 on 17 bids. Wow. $1 per bid. Wow. That's, uh, seems low to me. I wonder if that exclusive goes for any more, that list of Jericho exclusive. I think that was a GameStop exclusive, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it was actually. Good call. Yeah. Remember when GameStop had exclusives? Yes, I do remember. They had the RetroFest series there. That's right. That's right. Yeah, they had this list of Jericho one. Fantastic figure. Love those figures. Agree. Some of the best packaging ever in wrestling figures. Heath Slater, I Got Kids, Polly Pocket Style shirt. Blue SmackDown tag title to go with Rhino, which was in a couple of series before. Last sold eBay listing, April 10th for $60, which was on a buy it now. Holy crap. 60 bucks for Heath Slater? So I kind of have a theory regarding that. Okay, I like theories. Let me put on my tinfoil hat. Hold on. So Heath Slater is actually doing a lot of autograph signings. So I think a lot of people want to get that figure signed. Ah, that makes a lot of sense. Cause you've been kind of scoping out figures for signings. That makes sense. Yep. Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens show, Polly pocket style shirt, red raw title. Last old eBay listing was April 29th for $23. And the Miz with the Phantom of the Opera mask, blue Polly pocket, full length coat, Last sold eBay listing April 21st for $25. No legends in this series. No legends, but favorite figure? Miz? Oh, it's Miz. You know what? Because we never have a bad word to say about him on the show and he's a hell of a guy. I'm going Kevin Owens. Oh, well, now you make me look like a jerk. Well, you know, if the shoe fits. So does the sock? (laughs) Exactly. That's the saying. Yes. What? (laughs) What are you talking about, Bill? (laughs) That will round out WWE Elite Series 53. Scott, we are going to do who did it better tonight. No, thank goodness nobody passed. 
No, then we've got to start doing that more. Like we're not going to just do that segment when somebody passes away. We've got to get these in just to have a happy segment. So happy segment forthcoming. But we are going to do this for the great Chad Young at Horror Movie Barbecue. Let's cue the music. So I know we do listener questions every other week, but Chad over at Horror Movie Barbecue actually sent in a question, but this is more for fan participation. And we'd love to hear from you guys what you say. We'll read it next week on the listener segment. So Chad said, fan question. Hey boys, yes indeed, Austin's Aries favorite Twitter account is back on Fully Posable asking the big questions. <laughs> I see what he did there. I like it. See, always has us laughing. Love, Chad. This one got me thinking the other day. I wanted to get your opinion on it. When it comes to wrestling toy line, we all know you must have a ring. But is the ring considered a playset or an accessory? I tend to think both for many different reasons, and I don't really think there's a wrong answer here can't wait to hear your takes and my fellow listeners takes as well love you guys austin aries sucks sid for hall of fame chad aka horror movie barbecue <laughs> <laughs> um yeah there's a long history between chad and austin aries yeah it has not been a short feud no 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 um wow that's a great question so i'm gonna say place that because i've never really considered an accessory agree with you dude and there's it's one of those things I've collected toys for a really, really long time. And in my mind, the way my mind works with toys is you've got your figure line. Anything and everything outside of that, be it a vehicle, a headquarters, what have you, anything outside of the main figure line to me is a playset. Right? You could call it an accessory, but in my mind, an accessory is more something... That would go like the ring cart that came with the Andre and the Macho Man. Right. That to me is an accessory. Right. And uh, it's a it's a large accessory, but it's it's more an accessory. But something like the ring, which is big, especially that monster sized ring that Jax came out with for the BCAs, that's a playset. The LJN ring with the blue cage on it, that's a playset. But I do agree with Chad when he said that you've got to have a ring. If you have a figure line, it's what's, what's the word for like, cannot do without like imperative. It's imperative that you have a ring to go with the figures. Otherwise you're trying to find one that's close in scale. And then you're using one that's off brand. Like you've got to have one for the figures. If you've got wrestling figures, you got to have a ring to go with it. I think it's more of a playset though. To me, an accessory comes with a figure. Now, you could say if a ring comes with a figure, that's considered an accessory. But to me, an yes. accessory is that something that comes with a figure. Shockmaster's helmet, Jimmy Hart's microphone. You know, those are accessories. Um, maybe even like accessory packs that AEW Jazzwares might throw out there. Those are accessories. A ring is a playset because... It's all centered 
Let me rephrase that. 90% of it is centered around the ring. I think there are exceptions, though. Okay, what are your exceptions? The Playmates line. The red card stuff. Yeah. Those grudge match figures came with the ring. I would call that particular ring an accessory to the two figures. Okay. Also the ring that came with the little, the big head guys in the Playmates series. Right. Were they called ringmasters or something like that? The little ring that they came in, that would also be an accessory because that was more of a stand as opposed to something you'd actually wrestle with them in. And I kind of view the ring that came with those grudge match guys. And I think we actually did that when we had the interview with the, uh, the toy spotting person. Yes. Jeff. Yeah. We went over those with Jeff. That to me is more of an accessory, right? Cause it's super small. It's not oversized. It's just something for those two figures in that pack. But like, if you, if you're talking like the LJN Slingham Flingham ring, if you're talking the toy biz ring, any of the ones that Mattel's done, those the Hasbro ring, of course, those all to me are true play sets. Right. Um, I want to hear what you guys say. I want to hear what you guys think. Is it a play set or is it an accessory? We'd love to hear what you guys say. We'll read it next week on the listener segment. So send in all your answers, DM us, or send it on over to fullyposablewfp at gmail.com and we'll read it on the air next week. Ooh, more examples of accessories. With the ring being an accessory, what about the build and brawls? Yes. Those came with sections of a ring. And also WCW Toy Biz had a series of figures. It was like Booker T, Brett. Can't remember the other two. It might've been Chris Benoit and one more. They came with a section of a ring and it made a super, super small ring. But to me, that's more of an accessory too, because it was like sections and you had to piece it together. Right. I guess maybe technically it could be a play set when it's all said and done, but it was more of a gimmick than it was a true full blown ring. So, what do you guys think? Is it a playset or is it an accessory? We look forward to your answers next week. Actually, it's funny we got that question from Chad because we devoted this Who Did It Better to Chad. And Scott, why don't you go ahead and announce who the, we are playing this week on Who Did It Better? Yeah, it was awesome. Chad reached out to me on a DM on Facebook and was like, dude, I'm going to start collecting all the Psycho Sid figures. And what's funny is I had hit you up a week or two ago and I was like, dude, we should do it. Who did it better, Sid? So it's kind of weird how like the stars aligned with us wanting to do it. Who did it better? And then Chad searching for all of the Sid wrestling figures. So what better episode to combine a listener question from Chad and the person that Chad has nominated for the WWE Hall of Fame, Psycho Sid, than to do a who did it better, Sid. And this will include Psycho Sid, Sid, and Sid Justice. All right. So why don't you go down the list? Man, there have been a lot. And it's funny. You don't realize how many Sid figures have been done until you really start to look. And Jeff, you know a good resource to use is Wrestling Figure Database. Yep. Because they will actually show you every single Sid figure. So this is a big, big sample taken from Wrestling Figure Database. Well, a combination of like right off the top of my head and then, oh yeah, that one too. So definitely check out Wrestling Figure Database. They've got all the Sid figures on there, including what was to be the Galoob prototype that was a lot like the Hasbro figures that came out. They've got the Sid figure on there. Oh, and how did it look? Oh, it was awesome. It really gets you thinking, man, what if Galoob had done something similar to Hasbro? I don't know that the numbers would have changed for them financially, but man, those were some good looking figures. So speaking of Galoob, We'll start off with Galoob for Sid. He had his regular mainline figure. That was the black singlet that he wore. He also had a 10-inch figure in their line. 
He had a Bendy. And he had a UK, which was in, I guess it was like a bright red or a hot pink. Yeah, it was something like that. I think it was hot. Oh, man, I can't even call. I don't even know what color that is. Yeah, it's, it, it was a weird, one of those weird neon colors that I don't even know the name of it, but it was very 90s. Very 90s. Yes. You, you might have seen it on the side of some body glove biker shorts that I had in the early 90s, late 80s, yeah. maybe. Twig and berries. <laughs> <laughs> Flat Stanley's galore. Holy crap. <laughs> that kid sure likes bananas. <laughs> Put that cigarette out. <laughs> You're out of line. I'm going to have you thrown out of here. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're ridiculous. And of course, we had his Hasbro. Yes. Just Toys Bendems. Yep. Several from Toy Biz. Mm-hmm. He was actually in a two-pack with Goldberg, too. Then, of course, we had his Jack's BCA. And that was in black and blue trunks. They did two versions. Of course, Jack's did the classic Superstars. Uh, Mattel did his elite and basic. The most recent one was Sid in the referee outfit. Yeah. SummerSlam series. Yes. That would have been SummerSlam 91. One. 91. Okay. From the, the tag match that was two versus three, he was the ref, but the killer part was you take off the referee outfit and he's got that same singlet from the UK Galoob. It was a nice little callback right there. It really is, and I love when Mattel does that, man. They're so good at it. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, Playmates, they did a bunch of versions of Sid. They had a stretch figure of him. They had him in a grudge match two-pack. They did the small scale, which was like the little ringmaster with the large head. Uh, they did the large scale, like, heroes of wrestling, which were posed. It's almost like a statue. Mm-hmm. They were like 14 inches tall, something like that. Maybe not that tall. Um, so it came in a box. And let's not forget the Toy Max plush. These would have been WCW's answers to the wrestling buddies. And they did, I believe it was Sting, Flair, Luger, and Sid. Sid was one of those. Good luck finding that one. You don't see it on the the open market very often. And that's a pretty big list of Sid figures there. Of course, Mattel did Sid Justice. They've done Psycho Sid. They did Referee Sid with the UK Galoob singlet underneath. So lots of different versions of Sid. I know a lot of people like to do kind of a mashup with the uh, the Sid Justice figure. They take the head off of the Sid Justice and put it on the Psycho Sid Elite figure to make a really, really good looking figure. But dude, let's not overlook that Sid Justice uh, basic. That's one of my favorite ones. It's not my favorite, but it's definitely up there just because of how good it looks. I agree with you. I agree with you. And you know what? Even the toy, I know you don't like toy biz. You're not a, a big fan of the Toy Biz line. You don't hate it. No, I do. <laughs> Hate's such a strong word. Right. And that's how I feel towards the Toy Biz line. <laughs> There's just no reasoning with this man. Who? Who? With you. Oh. It's, it, dude, it's not that bad. I think you need to... You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to find my... When I get to cleaning off the garage, I'm going to find my uh, WCW Toy Biz figures. No. Because they're in one of the bins out there. No. And I'm either going to do it when you're here. No. Or when I go over there. No. But we're going to do it in person. It's not going to be over the phone. I'm going to bring no. over a huge box full no. of the Toy Biz figures. No. no. I, I will go into a corner and start rocking back and forth. <laughs> I don't want to relive 1980, 98, and 99. 
of any wrestling figures because, well, except the ECW ones. So I'll go with the ECW ones, but I'll start rocking back and forth and then it, you'll bring out BCAs and then I'll really go into convulsions. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me relive this shit. <laughs> you are so critical of the toy biz line. I think it's hilarious. And I, I was just hoping it would be one of those things that if you're not rocking in the corner and you do decide to take a look, maybe be like, you know what? Maybe these things aren't as bad as I remember them. Because they're really not as bad as you remember them, dude. There are some gems in that series. Gems? Or in that line. Yes, gems. Well, I guess there has to be a silver lining in a pile of shit somewhere, right? Wow. What? What? Wow. Did I, did I go too far? I'm the sorry. The views expressed by Jeff Toon <laughs> do not necessarily reflect the views of his co-host. But I will say one thing. Toy Biz is not the worst Sid figure. Oh, okay. And what is the worst Sid? I will say the Jack's Classic. I thought the Jack's Classic was terrible. Okay. That's actually the one I have signed too. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I feel bad for saying that. Actually, I've got it signed too over here on the wall. No, I've never been a fan of the Jack's Classic Sid figure. I thought hmm. it was terrible. I thought it was terrible. Usually we're all ones for expressions, right? This one was terrible. It looked nothing like Sid. Okay. Look, look like a 70-year-old grandma smashing one out, you know? <laughs> wow. Jeff with the strong opinions this week. And no knee pads. That's the other part that killed me is no knee pads. Yeah, I agree. And it's always the small details, right? The devil's in the details. When you miss them, they're noticed by the hardcores. Yes. It's like it's like Jax ran out of knee pads. They're like, oh, Sid doesn't get knee pads. Yeah, and then we revolt and they're like, Chinese New Year. Sid being Chad's favorite, one of his favorite wrestlers, I should say. I wonder what his favorite figure is. Ooh, we should play the guessing game first on what Chad's favorite is, and then we can go into our number one. Okay. I'm going to say, God, I hope it's not the Jack's Classic. I'm going to say his favorite is the Galoob. No, I'm sorry. I'm going to go Hasbro just for nostalgia. Okay, I'm going to guess it's the Sid Justice Basic okay. from Mattel. Okay, that's that's my second favorite Sid. Okay, well, let's get into it. What's your first? The UK. I love that singlet that's on him. That's funny, dude, because my favorite is his Galoob. The, the black singlet, though. Okay, why the black singlet? I just love that look. Like, that captures Sid perfectly to me. I love the pose on him, too, because his finishing move, obviously, the power bomb. Yep. That figure is perfect for doing power bombs all day. That Galoob figure power bombed the crap out of the faces in that Galoob line. Yeah, I've got to agree with you, dude. I will say the Galoob, but I'm going to go with the uh, different colored singlet just because I love the way the singlet popped off of that figure. It was awesome. And I don't and even know what color that is, but it looks so good on that Sid. You're yeah, totally right. I wasn't a fan of the Hasbro. I didn't... Okay, I know why they gave him that pose. I just didn't like the Hasbro uh, Sid Justice figure. It was okay in in terms of... Because we always rave about the Hasbro line. Right. We love it. We've always said LJNs are our favorite, but Hasbro is right behind it, a 1 in 1A situation. But there are some figures that you don't remember so fondly. And I agree with you 100% on that Sid. It was fine. But given the job that Hasbro did overall with the WWF line, 
Sid is not one of my favorite Hasbros. It was, I agree with you. It was just okay, but it could have been better. Could have been a lot better, actually. Okay, so we need two things followed up next week. We want the listeners to send in, is a ring a playset or an accessory? And we need Chad to follow up with his favorite Sid figure as well. And we've got our guesses in. Yes, we do. We do. So now it's a dogfight. This is almost like when Nate hits us with a trivia question. This is like a, a Chad trivia question, which is his favorite Sid. I'm going Mattel basic Sid Justice. It's like in Monty Python when the gatekeeper. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I keep thinking about that. It's hilarious. <laughs> that was funny. I was just talking about Holy Grail today. Well, as you should be talking about it every day. It's a great movie. Yeah, I pretty much do. I work with a bunch of nerds, so we're always <laughs> like nerding out in the office and somehow Monty Python came up and they were talking about Life of Brian and I was like, Psh, Life of Brian, give me Holy Grail every day of the week. Remember how often we listened to that soundtrack in the car going on toy hunts in like 95, 96? The soundtrack to the, wait, was it the soundtrack to the motion picture to the film of Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Yes. Yes. And that was the open. And it was, it's one of the best soundtracks ever. Spotify has it, by the way. Oh, they do? They do. And it's as good as you remember it. Oh, that's so great. It pops up on Celeste's phone because I put it on there one time. (laughs) You loaded it in her iTunes library? I did, dude. (laughs) That's awesome. I I loaded that and Dave Attell's comedy album. Very good. Very good. And she goes, usually I skip this, but since you're in the room, I guess I got to let it play. And I was like, you should let it play all the time. And by the way, I do have a follow-up to the Alexa Bliss figure from Elite 53. That was her Harley Quinn outfit from Backlash 2016. Okay, I was wondering if that was Harley Quinn inspired because Suicide Squad was out in the movie theaters. It was like a big deal. And I remember Alexa kind of going with a Harley Quinn look, but I didn't remember. Obviously, the colors were blue and pink. But I didn't know if that figure was inspired by that look. But I was like... Man, the pigtails, the blue and pink pom-pom. But she didn't have, like, the white shirt on like Harley was wearing, so I wasn't quite sure. Okay. Yeah, so that was from Backlash 2016. Okay, that was also the year that every single woman on the planet dressed as Harley Quinn on Halloween. Yes. Yes. Roughly, it was like 99% of the female population in the world was Harley Quinn for Halloween. It was like all the dudes in 94 dressed as the crow for Halloween Everybody in 2016 or all the females were Harley Quinn. And that rounds out the show. We want you guys to check out WrestlingToyTracker.com because if you are in the hunt for any carded or loose figures of LJN's Gloobs, Hasbro's Just Toys, Bendoms, Defining Moments, or Retros, head on over there. Make sure you're getting a fair market value if you are going on the hunt for any of those figures. Again, WrestlingToyTracker.com. All right. Let's move over to our pa- podcasting buddies, of course. Our podcast? Podcast. Check out Breaker and Bane, as well as Breaker Side Projects. You know it's fake, right? And the TB Toycast with Travis and Breaker. Also, because we love these two gentlemen, also check out Ethan's and Soda Hunter's new podcast, In the Marbles. Love those two guys. Absolutely. In the Marbles is a NASCAR podcast. 
that you can listen to Ethan and Soda Hunter on. You can find that at Podbean or just do a Google search for any of these podcasts that I'm talking about. Also, check out Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. Steve is trying to get me to go out to the uh, to Chicago to see the Forbidden Backdoor. As long as Pee Wee Herman's not there. What? It's the Forbidden Backdoor. It's that pay-per-view that's coming up. Oh, I thought I was in a movie theater. My my apologies. Oh, no, no. It's that pay-per-view that's coming up. I see. Okay. Oh, yes. the AEW one. Yes, yes, yes. That one. You know, honestly, if any wrestling fan should go to that, Jeff, it should be you. You're such oh. a big NJPW fan. And here they come having dream matches with AEW. Like, I know. That just seems like your bread and butter. I'll talk to you off the air. Anyways. Oh, I see. Okay. Yes. want you to check out Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast, where Steve and Eric go over retro stuff. And as Steve said, he goes, you know, our show is basically like, hey, do you remember this? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, do you remember when this happened? (laughs) That was Chris Farley, right? It was Chris Farley. Okay. (laughs) Hey, remember that one time you sang for the president? (laughs) That was cool. That was cool. (laughs) I forgot all about that character until you just said that. That's great. Love Chris Farley. Check out Sashina and Marco (laughs) over at the Chick Foley show. You can check Justin out with that sweet velvety voice over at Wrestling Cheers. You can check out RJ over at Ringside Rant as well as his side project, Reffing It Up with Brian Hebner. Pulling up a chair with Tim over at pulling up a chair podcast and don't forget marty and rucker over at boots of the face and scott do you want me to announce what this past episode was this week <laughs> well this week i've got the right one well we know it's not wrestlers who were booked that are dead that to face each other or a spoiler alert guess what episode's coming next week <laughs> well why don't you take it away Give us a follow on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk. The show that dropped two Fridays ago was actually episode 100, part one. And the show that dropped this past Friday was part two. And basically it was our 100th episode. Eddie was racking his brain like, what could we do for our 100th episode? His idea was to play the Century Club game. Do you know what the Century Club game is, Jeff? Yeah, that's where you go into a strip club. And no, then, no, 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 oh, no, no, not that one. Oh, oh, no. Wait, no, the Century Club, that's a no, strip club. It, Gen- it, it, so, it, I'm sorry, Gentleman's Church. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the youngins. I should have clarified. Do you know what the drinking game called the Century Club is? Yeah, that's where you go into a Gentleman's Church. Oh, okay, no, and then, you're totally oh, wrong. Oh, I'm You're sorry. not even close. You're thinking I'm my not. bachelor party and you're 100% wrong. That bachelor party was off the charts. We still don't know what happened to Chow and Randy. And we still don't know where Ed got that feather boa from. I don't really want to know. It was the streets (laughs) of San Francisco. Anyways, uh, what's the Century Club, Scott? The Century Club is where you do a hundred shots of beer in a total of a hundred minutes. So basically it's one shot of beer every minute. And that's called the Century Club. So our idea for episode 100 was to go a hundred minutes. And we basically did all of the wrestlers in WWE that have had at least... 100 pay-per-view matches just so happened i think there were 10 so it worked out perfectly um spoiler alert i stopped at 60 because i drink beer and it was pbr by the way i drink pbr i just get full so i did 60 and i'm like dude i'm stuffed 
Like, I'm not drinking anymore. This is just going to make me sick. And he kept going. He covered the 40 that I didn't drink and then some. I think he by the end of it, he hit like 160-something. Oh, my God. He's a champion. He really is. He's a champion of the Century Club drinking game. And I applaud him for 160-plus shots of PBR. I just got to thinking. So our next episode is episode 330. So okay. what we need to do is we need to think of wrestlers that have had 330 figures. <laughs> John Cena. Yeah. Anyways, I'm joking. There's nobody that has 330 figures of themselves. I don't think so. No, I don't no. think so. That would be some good research, but I don't think so. So Ed picked up your slack on the uh, drinking game. He and did. I don't, and I don't want to knock your slack. I mean, you did what? 60, 64 shots or something. Something like that. But after a while, it was just like, okay, dude, I, I cannot do any more of this garbage. It's just, you, it's bad. You would have been throwing up. huh? Yeah. And I don't mind PBR at all, but just to do shot after shot. And it just starts to like, it just gets like heavy in your stomach and it's almost like eating. And I just get full when I drink beer and just, ugh. Couldn't do anymore. I hit 60-something. I'm like, I'm out, dude. No more. He picked up the slack. So anyway, the show that dropped this past Friday was episode two of our 100th episode. Part two, I should say. And then next week is going to be the WrestleMania or wrestling card with wrestlers who have passed away. And by the way, if you go on to episode one of Drunk Wrestling History, you will hear Eric from Doing the Favor. You will hear... Part Do- one of episode 100. Part one, yes. Yes. And also you'll hear, hear Dobro. Yes, we had a call in for it. And uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but you will hear both Eric from Doing the Favor and Dobro on there. That is correct, Jeff. Yes, absolutely. So anyways, go check out Drunk Wrestling History. Also, listen to Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. Their episodes drop every Friday. And also... Keep up with Ryan Buds with Trivia with Buds out in Tennessee. Scott, roll call. Yes, going to throw it out to Jason Wolf. Head over to his website. That's Doyle, D-O-Y-L-E, draws.com. You can get in touch with the man himself, commission some artwork. Just check out his artwork that he's offering or check out his custom Hasbro figures. Dude does some amazing work. You will not be disappointed with the great Jason Wolf over at DoyleDraws.com. And of course, Jeff, outsidersbeardco.com great beard products over there between oils and waxes whatever you need to keep your beard looking and smelling fresh because Jeff why? because you don't want beard hairs butt hairs something like that you don't want your beard hairs (laughs) smelling like your butt hairs head over to outsidersbeardco.com and Jeff one last thing just want to thank the listeners. As you mentioned, we're coming up on episode 330 next week. Six and a half years almost doing this show. We wouldn't be anywhere without each and every one of you that listens to us every week. We appreciate each and every one of you. We appreciate the support, the downloads, however it is you support this podcast. We thank you for it. We're nothing without you guys. We don't make it past episode two, honestly, without your support. We love you guys. Thank you so much, Jeff. That rounds out roll call. I also want to thank the interactions that we had regarding last week's episode from Jordan sending over the uh, Coco Elite to the gentleman replying to our Instagram post and to people also commenting on Lionel Richie. 
<laughs> All night long. Oh no! I'll play. I'll play that again. <laughs> it's the best. That I, I told you it kind of in between segments. That's the official float song for the backyard. When we go out during the summer and we float in the pool and we drink and music, all night long is the official song of floating in the backyard. So it's played every single time. Every single time. We've got like an 80s playlist. We've also got a float playlist. It's on both of those. Okay. Okay. It's a classic, dude. You can't go wrong. Just ask Ricochet. Ricochet? Oh. About the song, not about the other thing. (laughs) Scott, I'm going to just leave that one alone. So anything else? Stay safe, stay healthy, big life since 2016, and happy toy hunting. I want to thank all the listeners for listening to episode 329, hashtag Fig Life. Adios. Let's go! Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. We're the OGs of WFP. Fully poseable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings.